If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. All right, everybody, welcome to Fit Over 40. Um, it is great. We're moving into February now. We now know that the Cardinals still suck, and they will be sitting at home at the or fishing or whatever they do in the offseason. They should be looking for new players, a new coach. But anyway, all that said, I got my man, Arthur Burris. He is the founder and CEO. I don't want to mess this up. It, what is the S-C-H-E-J stand for? So Sketch Incorporated is the name of the company. Okay. And our solution is Portiero. All right. Okay, great. He is in the building. We're going to chop it up about this company. I know you've been working on this for a while. We've been trying to put this collaboration together. So without further ado, go ahead and tell everybody who you are. And since I don't want you to just talk business, give us a little background of who you are and how you got to this point. So my name is Arthur Burst Jr., as you, you know, briefly noted there. And originally from Los Angeles, California. That's right. Moved around a lot. One of the best team. I think a team from Los Angeles is going to the Super Bowl, as far as I remember. All, all LA. It's Lakers, Dodgers, and Rams. So yes, if the Lakers yes, are not doing it, you got the Rams. We got to give right? somebody a chance. You know, we can't just win every year. <laughs> somebody from LA has to win. Exactly. From sport, right? Exactly. <laughs> but how did we get here? You know, if, my foundation of this business is really set on three pillars, right? Uh-huh. Advocacy for me, my personal challenge, and then advocacy for others. And that's yeah. pretty much my story. Okay. So if I fast track and if I go back to age 13, mm-hmm. that's the foundation of where I am today because I was one day away from losing my eyesight at age 13. What happened? So what happened was, Parents got divorced at age five. Mother just kept me away from my father. Father's side of the family didn't know my whereabouts. Mm-hmm. And so the way I was brought up is just go to school, come straight home. Pretty much sheltered, right? Straight A student, but no social life. Gotcha. And so my only play period was really our socialization was during recess at the time. They called it recess in junior high school. Yeah. I don't right. even know so if they have play, recess anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> used to play basketball. Okay. I guess I was pretty good at it that one day the coach came out and said, you need to try out after school. I'm like, no. <laughs> I have a bus schedule. As soon as I get out of school, I catch the bus, I go home. He's like, don't worry. I'll write you a note. Okay. Okay. <laughs> got home. Got the uh, discipline of my life, so to speak. And during this was a Monday, right? And during the course of that discipline, the belt buckle hit me in my left eye. Whoa. So Tuesday, you know, I wake up, of course, the eye is red. My mother says, if anyone asks, just say it's pink eye, right? You know, I'm 13. I don't know no better, right? Yeah. So the teachers are asking, you know, what's going on? Because, you know, they're thinking classic child abuse, which it was. And it's like, no, my mother says pink eye. Nothing they can do, right? Right. Tuesday goes on, Wednesday, my eye is like fluttering, right? It's like anytime I hit the light, it starts to want to shut down. 
pink eye. So I guess one day, Friday, was one of my teachers, she was like, I don't care what your mother says. I'm taking you to the nurse's office. She takes me to the nurse's office. And the nurse was like, I can't do anything. So they rushed me to the hospital. I get to the hospital. They give me or they perform laser emergency laser surgery on my left eye. Okay. If I went one more day, and this was the weekend coming up, right? My mother wasn't taking. Oh, he froze. Wonders of Zoom. No, my father's side of the family. So when they asked me, they were like, where's your other family? I like, I, I have no idea. So I ended up going to juvenile hall. So you know anything about juvenile hall um, in the 1979, this was at the beginning of the crack epidemic. Yes. So you got you got a lot of different individuals in juvenile hall in LA during that time frame. And my teacher was like, he does not belong here. He's just a circum, you know, he's a victim of circumstance. How can I get him into my home and take care of him? And I had to stay in juvenile hall for two months. And during that two month time frame, she would bring my homework on a Friday and come pick it up on Sunday just so I could stay on path to graduate from, you know that grade and progressed to the ninth grade. Right. Sure. So two months later, you know, they awarded me to be uh, in our care until I graduated. And then I went into foster care system. Right. So the way I look at it is she had not advocated for me to not be stuck in a system like juvenile hall with no education. I would not have had, if you fast forward 27 years later, I would not have had the 20 plus year professional career that I had working at four Fortune 25 companies and one Fortune 500 companies, right? I would not have had that experience. Gotcha. So if I go pivot past the personal challenge and go up one to where I'm now advocating for others is how do I collectively take the talents and capabilities of my team members and then the skills that I've obtained over the years? Create something that benefits you as a busy individual, right? Businesses and solopreneur, solopreneurs. And at the same time, while helping those individuals or those businesses, how do we give back to society? Okay. And that's where I come back to advocating for others because if it wasn't for me, someone advocated for me, I wouldn't have this great opportunity. Gotcha. All right. All right. So let's fast forward. Let's talk about... Um the company and um, how you founded it. What was the inspiration? I mean, cause it, it's, it's a really cool app and I know exactly what you're up to, but I'm going to let you share that with the audience. <laughs> but how did, I mean, were you just laying in bed one day going, how did you come up with the idea? It was a dream that came to me, but I died. <laughs> this is, this is, this is where we go in the middle where we talk about the personal challenge, right? Sure. Sure. So from a personal challenge, you know, I had a home in Arizona and then I was working out of um, California, the Bay Area. I was working at PayPal at the time. Okay. So I would travel back and forth. You know, I would leave home on a Sunday, fly out to California, and then I would come back from California, Arizona Friday. Right. So my Saturdays are spent. I'm going to the barber. I get a head shave, face shave. I got a You go to the barber to shave your head, man? <laughs> I shave every day. Cut. You know how expensive that would be? Man. Well, once a week I get a Oh, um, you get the towel, the hot towel. Yeah. yeah. I get with the hot straight towel, razor. 
the yeah. razor. That's, you know, you have to do that at least once a week because I can't do that every day. Right. Sure. Sure. That, so I, I'll touch it up during the week, you know, every other day with the uh, clippers. Yeah. But the razor gets it really, really clean and close. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm dropping off dry cleaning. I'm picking up dry cleaning, get the car wash, go buy food, manicure, pedicure every couple of weeks. Got to keep like the toes it. and the, and got, the, and got the hands tight. Game, right? Gotta be <laughs> on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be cutting up those sheets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My sentiments exactly. Yeah, and then you clean the house. So my Saturday is spent running around. Mm -hmm. You figure at the end of the day, it's like there's no time to do anything else. And Sunday, I'm back on, you know, the plane back to go work for the Mm -hmm. week. Yeah. So I said, if there's other busy professionals, if I'm having this issue as a busy professional, there has to be other busy professionals that have the same issue. Yes. And at the same time, I even validated it with, you know, people that have, kids, children, because as you know, during the weekends, it's, it's children events, whether it's soccer, football, baseball, whatever sport, volleyball. So you're running your kids all over town. Right. When do you as a parent have time to take care of yourself? Exactly. Right. And then by the time these events are over, most. I think he's frozen again. With everything, right, he's back. He and froze there for a second. Yeah, we have to have. Yeah, it froze. <laughs> yeah. So I figure it's all right, man. It's, it's all right. Can Just you keep me? doing your thing. Yeah, I can hear you. So in this age of delivery apps, why not have services delivered to you? And then that's how Portero was born. All right, Portero. That's an interesting name. What does that mean? Or what? Where? How'd you come up with that? So looking for names because the concept is a concierge, right? Okay. And if you translate concierge from English to Portuguese or vice versa, that's where portiero comes from. So portiero means concierge and Brazilian Portuguese. That's awesome. Okay. So if I'm, I'm a business owner, I do, as you know, you're in my group. I got a couple of different businesses. I'm a Jamaican, <laughs> really. I got like eight jobs. <laughs> so... Let's pretend you were talking to me in the elevator and I said, Hey man, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do for a living? What would you, what would you, how would you pitch uh, Potero to me? Well, Potero is the simplest way to find, buy, and sell a service. So, as a business owner like yourself or a solopreneur, you spend a lot of time today and money trying to find and acquire customers. Right. So if you look at the research, on average, if people use a services marketplace cap- platform like some of our competitors, they pay on average like $400 a month just to secure a lead. But that lead doesn't necessarily mean a sale. Right. And even if you do sell on a platform, the commissions are like 15% on average. And then on top of that, you add in the payment processing fees, which Correct. is about 3%. Mm-hmm. So now you're out $400 a month on average just to generate a lead, not guaranteed a sale. You, you receive a sale and then you have to pay like upwards of 18 to 20% just to receive any revenue from there. Right. Gotcha. Right. So this is where Portiero comes into play. Right. You know, there's like over 500,000 business apps if you look at both the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. That's true, yes. How do you generate that one mobile app that you can run your business on that provides scheduling, that provides on-demand, 
we pay for the payment processing fees. We're partnering with Stripe. So it comes out of our account. I have Stripe. Our, I know who that is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> our, our average monthly subscription fee is less than $12 a month. Okay. And well, okay, then our marketplace hold up real fee. Quick. Act, so, yes. so at 13 bucks, I'm sure it's like 12 99 or something like that. What do I get at, at that price level? You don't have to go through all your pricing, but just start with that. Where would I, what would I get with that? At our middle tier, which is about uh, $19.99 a month. Uh, that's because, you know, there's a one for zero and so forth. But at that point, you're only paying like 3% marketplace fee, right? Our average marketplace fee is less than 7%. So we have a range from 12% to like, no, no marketplace fee. And what that means is after every transaction, we take a percentage, you know, because that's how we build our technology platform. Similar to like Uber, uh, Uber Eats, DoorDash, you know, on average, they charge 15%. We charge less than 7%. So that's the, you know, the reinvest in the technology mm-hmm. because we're taking a hit, not just for the now, but in the future is how do we simplify the way you sell services? Excellent, excellent. All right, so um, basically, I log on as a business. I set up what I need to do, how people can use my services. You guys market, or is are there categories, or how does that work? Yeah, so there's eight verticals that we have you know, set up, right? And then we'll market. So as we accumulate more and more users, what the plan is to start marketing your services within that vertical as part of our social media exposure for you, Mm -hmm. right? Look at it as an additional marketing channel for you. And then we consider ourselves, Portillo is another sales channel for you where we start reducing the cost of doing business. First off, our first objective is how do we eliminate fees or charges for receiving payments? Right. So that's the first thing we want to focus on. And then as we progress, how do we provide additional technologies to help you simplify the way you sell your business? So, yeah, there's both, there's eight different verticals. You can list as many services you know, that you provide. You could be across multiple verticals. And we plan on providing a unique experience. But at the same time, you know, our foundation is giving back. So we also will have a feature here shortly, whereas you donate to a call specific to you mm-hmm. and then we contribute as well. Oh, okay. So how have you been marketing it with COVID and everything? I'm, I'm sure an app like this would be great at a tech show or something like that with COVID. How are you getting the word out? <laughs> so right now, you know, we're on week three. So right now we're just focusing on organic social media marketing. We just set up our YouTube channel. Um, surprisingly, or it's good. It's starting to get a lot of viewership. Okay. And, and we've also submitted for public relations um, platforms and so forth. We made Google News. So that should be That's making huge. a room. <laughs> that should be making a round pretty soon. And again, we're just focusing on our social media organically right now on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So um, podcast is another way of getting the word out. Sure. Right? My objective this year is to be a guest on a hundred podcasts and your podcast number seven. So, number seven. <laughs> I should be number you're, you're, one. Oh, come on, you're, man. You're the, you're the top 10. Hey, that's true. Top, top 10. 10. I'll take it. You're the top 10. You're the top 10. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's, it's part of me stepping out and increasing awareness. That's good. Cause I mean, it's just a different way of getting your message out. Cause there are uh, tons of podcasts and you never know. I always tell people, you never know who's listening. You never know who you might hit that one client that goes, man, we need this for what we do. So, yes. you know, this is fit over 40 and you know, you're in my fitness group 
and um, you've decided to make some serious lifestyle and diet changes. Let's dive into that. What do you? What's yeah. what's a typical? What is the philosophy behind what you're doing as far as nutrition and fitness right now? As much as I can control my health, because you know health is everything. So sure. if you don't have good health, you won't be able to run a business. You won't be able to see your kids grow. You won't be able to perform, you know, at a high level. So for me, it was really is how can I control the longevity of my life as long as it's within my hands, right? Because I can't control external factors. Gotcha. But what I can control is what I eat and then what I do from an activity perspective. So, you know, I turned 100% vegan uh, last year as of March, um, transitioned from being pescatarian to now just 100% vegan. And then, you know, I work out five days a week, roughly about one and a half to two and a half hours, depending on the workout schedule that I have. Mm-hmm. I have a full plan. So, yeah. Okay. And how, how have you, what, what changes have you seen in your physique, your health, well-being? Staying lean <laughs> is one. The energy is uh, another factor. And I guess some usefulness, you know, if you take away the gray goatee, which I may have to trim down because it's starting to get a little bit longer than people would like. Uh, <laughs> people referring to women. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't care what us dudes say, right? No, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. But women are like, you may need to trim that. You're like, okay. You right. might need to trim that down a little They right. like the short version. But, you, you know, um, I'll be 56 in April. Oh, so wow. I, Congratulations. I, I, I kind of look 40-ish without the gray goatee, so we'll see. All right. <laughs> so, why the transition from pescatarian to uh, veganism straight? Just what 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 prompted that? Is it for some people when they go all plant based? A lot of times it's spiritual. Sometimes it's just health. You know what was your reasoning behind it? I think it's a combination of health, but then I had a food poison. Right, so it was. Of course, the pandemic was still going on last year, and unfortunately, here in California, I guess I went to the wrong restaurant. And I think the seafood that they served me, I would have to say that it was probably old or spoiled. Yeah. Seafood is hit or miss. You never know what you're going to get. It's it's like, like, oh, fours. You never know what you're going to get with that box (laughs) of chocolates. (laughs) That's true. So I, I, I assume that they probably held on, you know, because the pandemic seafood is very expensive. It seems like they probably held on to some of this food. Yeah. And try to cover up with um, sauces and so forth. And it, it just from the first bite, it didn't seem right. But you know, I ate it. You know, thinking, you know, I don't know. You know, it's okay. And then I paid for it. <laughs> and after that, I was like, that's it. I'm going 100 percent plant based because a I can control what I eat if I go buy it, and then b if I go to a vegan restaurant, I know similarly what I'm getting. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Ten, what's a question someone would ask? What makes your app different than any other concierge service? Well, there'll be multiple. The one is we're eliminating payment processing fees for solopreneurs and small businesses. Okay. Uh, from a consumer perspective, which would be our members, is personalization. So personalization is lacking in a lot of these apps. Because so, if you go into the apps, you know, you have all of these different categories. Sure. So, so how does someone like yourself yeah, I was gonna ask personalize you, it? Yeah, because like I run, depending on what I'm doing, people are, 
is it like you said you eliminate the fees? So like I run Zelle with Zelle there's no fee. Um Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. So by joining you, you are just consolidating all that into one thing, or are you eliminating that and it's all just blended into your monthly fee? I'm eliminating the fee, right? So again, we're partnering with Stripe. Stripe does offer because part of our feedback from our early user base is they want to they rather use Google Pay and uh, or Android Pay and Apple Pay. So they are on the Stripe platform. So we plan on doing an update to push that up in the app so users can select Apple Pay, Android Pay, as far as like Google Pay and then Samsung Pay because that's part of that Android Pay family. And then, of course, they can add a card or file if they wish to, right? And mm. it makes perfect sense because there's a lot of, you know, issues going on with data breaches, Um major company so from an extra security perspective i agree okay very good well that's interesting for sure so do you guys offer a trial period or how do people get in and see if it works for them so we have a free plan a free tier uh-huh. um so there's no monthly subscription but then of course there's well, you a, know what those um, free tiers are it's limited you can't put your last name on here that's paid plan <laughs> <laughs> you don't put your first <laughs> Yeah, so we don't necessarily have a free trial period. It's just what we call a free tier, but we do charge a higher convenience fee to our members as consumers or a higher marketplace fee to you know, our partners, which are your small business owners. I see. As you increase the subscription plan, then the lower the convenience fee and the marketplace fee at each you know, transaction. Mm-hmm. And we're not offering any, you know, you have to sign up for a year kind of thing. So having worked, and the financial services industry. One thing that I do want to rid of is, you know, cancellation issues, right? Because you see a lot of that where people oh, try yeah. to cancel. Like they try to cancel Spotify. They can't really cancel. So you see a thread on Twitter. It's like, this is not good, Spotify. I try to cancel. You're burying it, and, you know, to make it difficult. We don't have a plan where you sign up for a year. And then it's month to month. Month to month. If you don't want to use it anymore. You just, you know, opt out, cancel out, or whatever the case may be. You could turn your um, profile off or on. So now I you want to make it very easy for people. Okay. You also mentioned that you have a scheduling uh, part of that. It, it schedules for you? Yeah. So you can set up a schedule that you're available to provide services so okay. people will see when they're searching for you. Okay. You can set it up daily, weekly, whatever the case may be. It syncs with your Google Calendar, your iCalendar, and then Microsoft Outlook. So that's part of that scheduling aspect where we want to be an all-in-one app, right? Everything's an app. You don't have to go outside the app to run a scheduling system. You don't have to go outside the app for a CRM system. And you don't have to go outside the app to do payment processing. Perfect. Perfect. I like it. All right. So (laughs) where can people find you out there? And go through all your social media so people can find you because everybody's on something different. I haven't seen you doing well, uh, any TikTok videos yet. Have you done that yet? <laughs> no TikTok videos. I probably have to. You're going to have to at some to, point. Or yeah, find somebody I might that. have to find somebody to do that because I, I don't think I'm TikTok worthy, but I see Are you kidding me? Now. Have you seen some of the stuff on there? <laughs> I have. You could just do it. <laughs> I, don't um, know I think the crazier it is, myself. the better. Yeah. I guess if you embarrass yourself, you go viral. <laughs> Maybe I should do some, something stupid, right? That seems to be the generation we're in. You'll go viral. If you actually come on with some common sense, no one will want to hear that. So (laughs) tell everybody about your social media and where they can find you. 
Yeah, so Portero app is our main handle, P-O-R-T-E-I-R-O-A-P-P. Mm-hmm. You can find us on the YouTube channel. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. And we're on Instagram. And uh, we'll be building Pinterest soon. But those are the main ones for now. Will you guys be showcasing the app anywhere, like uh, the trade shows and things of that nature? That will be coming up. So Because I know some things planning- are going to open back up. Yeah, we're definitely planning to attend some trade shows and events and we'll progress from there. So we have a, a huge go-to-the-market plan where we're seeking brand ambassadors. We definitely want to enter the metaverse. You know, that's one of our emerging technologies that we're focusing on. We have another list of technologies we want to integrate, you know, digital currencies, et cetera. So everything is to make everything's, you know, everyone's life easier. And that's the reason why we say the simplest way to find, buy, and sell a service. I love it. I love it. All right, my man. Well, we're up against the clock, and I appreciate you coming on. Anything you want to leave the audience with before we check out? Go to the Apple Store. Go to the Google Play Store. Download Portiero. Sign up as a partner if you're a small business owner or solopreneur. Sign up as a member, if as a consumer. Give us some feedback because we can only get better based on that feedback because this app is for you and help us make a societal impact with every transaction so we can support your local communities. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check it out, you know, but I need a guarantee you're going to put my whole name on there and my whole email. <laughs> or do I got to go to the top tier, like the platinum tier? You want me yeah, to put your whole definitely. phone number? You got to sign up for the big deal. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, thank you for coming on. And uh, we apologize for the earlier difficulties, but we got it done. So um, we will be looking out to see success. And then we'll probably have you back on to see how it goes in a couple months, see how things are going. And maybe you've made some changes to the platform. I appreciate that, Clarence. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, and, and I appreciate you know, the feedback in the group and you know participating because that's work, yeah. too. <laughs> All right, my <laughs> man. Enjoy Cali. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can follow me on all platforms where you get your podcast. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can also find me on YouTube at Coach Clarence TV. Like and subscribe so that you get all the videos as soon as we drop them. And last but not least, remember the golden rule. If you can't be good, be good at it. 